0: Simon Turkis, and then we've got Laurie McGilvery in the middle and Julianne Nendel on the the right hand side I guess it will be here so last week we talked to we we kind of started the series and this week progressing on from last week's um, finale let's say we're about creating positive habits and sticking to them Um, yeah so I'll hand over to Laurie. She's going to try and, well, she's going to moderate this this session.
1: We're going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk with Simon for a little bit, and we're going to talk with Julianne for a little bit, and they both have really compelling stories that we're going to share with you today about how they made their journey, and it's so important to understand when you're looking to shift habits, To you're not changing a habit, you're replacing it, with something new better. That's really important to understand because changing a habit is not, it doesn't work, it doesn't stick. Replacing a habit with something new different better, that is what will work and that is what will stick and the repetition, repetition, repetition. And let's start with um, Simon today and I know there's a lot of people who are interested in a better health regime, a better eating regime, a better maybe um, you're vegan and that's where I really would like to go with this because that's a major shift. How long ago was it when you became vegan?
0: That was about uh, I would say around six years ago when I first started making the or taking the first steps towards becoming vegan and I didn't jump in straight away like 100% Um, But that's the same with many other things I think. You don't have to become super strict about something. It's about taking steps and as you progress it will become easier and easier. And it's not about feeding yourself up if you eat a bit of cheese or something or slip up. It's just it's about progress rather than perfection is something I like to to say.
1: So how did you do that? Did you actually set a goal that you wanted to become healthier did, what was your mindset at the time i mean i'm going to take you back 6 years so i'm going to get you got to get you back to the beginning because that's where a lot of people are starting right now and did you set a goal that you wanted to do something particular in your health you just wanted to be overall healthier and you you felt switching to vegan studying that about it was better
0: yeah, it's a combination of different things because i um, started watching a few i think it was a bit of a it, it was a kind of trend at the time and it's it's growing all the time now too but it was the beginning of that of the the massive popularity that veganism's sh- um, had recently there was a lot of videos on youtube and on netflix about veganism and the benefits for the planet for your health and obviously for not harming animals and I've always been an animal lover ever since I was a kid. I used to be vegetarian when I was younger then switched back for a time to to eating meat but I decided after seeing these documentaries the time was right to go uh, try, experiment veganism um, and yeah I just uh, I pretty much quite quickly afterwards I started feeling healthier because before that I maybe had neglected my health a little bit in terms of eating like Eating fast food, but yeah, after becoming vegan, I be- I could feel my energy coming back a lot, which is great.
1: You didn't feel deprived.
0: No, no, not at all. I, I mean, there's a few things. I it maybe maybe when I was going out to like restaurants or things or cafes or just in the supermarket, um, it might have been it, it was a bit difficult sometimes. Um, but I would say, pretty early on, I actually. Probably because it might have been because I had been vegetarian before, but I found it quite easy quite early on. Um, and also not not as I said before, not beating myself up if I did. But it was more I would say other people, funnily enough, they would if I maybe ate something that had an ingredient like it might have milk in, they would say, Oh, but you're not being a perfect vegan but I I never really <laughs> said. Yeah. <laughs> some, some family members and other friends made kind of jokes about that, but I think it's it's because veganism is has been seen as a bit of a wacky kind of hippie thing and a bit out there and weird, but it's become a lot more mainstream now, so I don't you're think... It's
1: huge. It's huge here. Uh, there's, there's all the shops. It's no problem to go find whatever you need here. Um, six years ago, though, you're talking, it was much more difficult
0: yeah uh, yeah
1: so we eat mostly vegan but we eat fish we have fresh fish right from the sea here all the time mm-hmm. uh, you know we eat eggs once or twice a week so we're not strict vegan but we do have days we have vegan days that you know we just and, and I don't survive was- at all ever
0: good good and that's become a big thing here as well like people maybe they're not They don't um, label themselves as vegan, but they're definitely, I just read the other day, I think it's something like 60% of British people now are reducing the quantity of meat and dairy and animal products they eat, and it's because of their health, but also because of all the stuff that's being reported in the news about climate change, and I mean, uh, Greta Thunberg's had a big impact on that, I'm sure, and that kind of, her followers, like, promoting the idea of veganism and how it's good for the planet.
1: Yeah, but it's it's great for your body and your health for sure. And there's plenty of ways that you can get all of your proteins and all of that. You have to study it. You can't just throw yourself into it. And and I know that um, there's some people though. I want to make sure that we, you know talking about this part of this part of health and healthy eating is some people do this as a as a place to hide anorexia Mm -hmm. and this is where we're going to head over and and have a bit of a chat with Julianne about her younger years um that that people will do things saying that they're they're doing it for whatever but they're actually hiding Um, anorexia behind it. So we want to be sure, as we're talking about these things, we're making sure that people understand this is about health. This is about your health and studying it. Studying it to do it the right way. So, Julian, you had an amazing story from when you were young and it was actually about goal setting and your parents were just brilliant the way that they handled um, your big goal that you had. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it and the backstory of what we were just talking about with the health part of it?
2: Sure. Well, I, it was um, when I was fifteen, basically fifteen. I turned sixteen. I um, I set um, a wrong goal for for wrong reasons actually, not like Simon uh, with, with the intention of uh, eating healthier. Uh, back then I did not really study um, enough about uh, what I was eating, I just uh, popped into my head that I needed to lose weight, <laughs> that I needed to lose weight because I had I had something stuck in my head that my um, my body was not uh, good enough. Or um, well, um, and that uh, that kind of goal that I set uh, to to lose weight because I did not really like my uh, my body at that time, and it was the same body that I have now. Basically, and I, I can still wear the same kind of clothes, uh, but at that time, um, um, at the age of sixteen uh I had in my head that um it was not the right body. So I started dieting um and it got um as as I saw results very quickly it uh, it got into a spiral where I um I got so uh, sucked into losing more and more weight um, and uh within a few months um I had dropped um 20 kilos. Um Nearly, yeah, well, nearly 20 kilos. So I went from uh, say 50, 53 kilos uh, to um, 36 kilos at that time. And uh, I have had the same height. Uh, so, um, yeah, that, um, that could only um, been resolved by um, or replaced, like you said, Laurie, um, a bad habit. Uh, you can uh only replace uh with uh, with a better habit but um obviously when somebody tells you oh, well you have to gain some uh, you have to gain some weight uh, because your health is uh is uh, suffering at that age maybe you don't want to listen
1: you just- in your mind you were doing it to lose weight Exactly, and I'm where, where Simon was talking about doing benefits. it for health purpose. Exactly. You were not in that thinking of health purpose. You were no. thinking in the out that what we were talking about last week, living from the outside in. Yes, exactly. Simon yes. was thinking living from the inside out, and you were thinking living from the outside in. These are the differences, and they're really important to, uh, yes. to understand.
2: And, and I mean, um, um, we're talking about. Um, um, it was in the 90s, 1996 it was uh, at that uh, time, um, and it um, at that time we didn't have internet, so uh, I think nowadays it uh, can be even more dangerous if yeah. you're focus, focusing too much and uh, comparing uh, too much...
1: Um, ...magazines and models and, yeah. So what happened then, roll forward a bit, You had this big goal and dream you were you are from Germany. You were living in Germany. You were how old again? I was um, 16 16 years old and you had this And you had this big dream idea you came home from school and said to your mom and dad what?
2: Well, uh, that was already before I started uh, with with my crazy idea but um, to to be anorexic. But um, I wanted my huge uh, dream was to uh, live abroad in the U.S. and uh, everything was already set up to live and go to school in America. You were doing and, exchange uh, student, then, right? Exchange, exchange student. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. So um, everything was already clear, and uh, and then this anorexic period came in between, and um, uh, and my my parents. The only way out was to drag me to to the doctor, and uh, and then my mom, she uh, she had um, talks with the with the doctor, obviously, and uh, and they the only way they both uh, came to get me um, get my my head around was to um, to talk uh, to me and and set a higher goal, which was in that case. Uh, going to America. And, and, and they said, okay, well, if you want to go uh, to America, you have to prove us and show us that you are capable of taking care of yourself. Cause I mean, although you be, you're you going to be living with uh, with a family over there, we cannot have them uh, yeah, taking care of you. You have to do that for yourself and you need to prove and show us. So, um,
1: self sustainability, which exactly. is what we talk about all the time you had to be self
2: sustainable in order to... at that age of course it was mm, i wasn't even aware of self sustainability that wasn't a big thing back then and uh, and uh, if if your head is so so um, so clouded with with your own inner image, then uh, then oh no, go away. Self sustainability, you know. I have my reasons, and you can go. But uh, that uh, that desire to be going to the U.S. Um, was so huge, and that goal of mine was uh, bigger um, than than actually dropping. Uh, or or just giving in only because of um, of my my weight issues weight issues <laughs> which there were no weight issues
1: and you had to on, and, and and intermixed in all this you had to learn English
2: well um, improve English let's <laughs> say
1: <laughs> amazing. So you went. You you went to America. You became yes, an exchange I went. student. I went so you to did America. what you had to do. How hard was that? You had
2: this no, giant was, goal. I, it was. I think it saved me back then. And of uh, of course, um, when I, like let's go back a little bit before I uh, entered the plane. It was um, that I I tried to um, get very creative. Um, hiding uh, my eating habits from uh, from my parents and the doctor, of course. Um, but um, but after a while, I mean, in first week when they uh, weigh you on the scale, then uh, then it, it's still okay. But uh, after uh, three four weeks uh, of weighing and you still weigh the same, then uh, something has to change, right? So. Um, I, uh, I gained weight slowly, but surely I gained uh, weight, but then um, I thought to myself, I thought, okay, well, in America, uh, I'm, I'm going to drop that weight again anyway. But it wasn't that uh, it wasn't that way, and you, I can tell you that in America I gained weight, but I had the optimum conditions to be going to America. <laughs> yes. So um, I I came back with the, the same fifty three kilos uh, I had before I started being anorexic. So
1: so, so creative! Your parents starting up with yeah. the doctor and getting the help and using that goal you had yes. to mo- help motivate you in the most positive ways just Absolutely. the whole encompassing of it was just incredible and they were working to help you understand better health
2: yes and it i mean it it impacted um quite a lot because after after being um back uh, to my normal um weight um, which which is the comfortable weight I have, and it's healthy and balanced. Uh, I think uh, I I came to realize uh, how important it is to to create good um, good eating habits, and um, and and that um, you don't need to deprive yourself of um, uh, of food um, or or mm, or even go go a little bit deeper actually, because uh, there's always a, a root uh, down there um, the, the, the cause of uh, of why it all started it, it was because, um, so. because obviously at, uh, at that time, um, at that age, I really did not um, not see myself and I did not accept myself um, being more female like at that age mm. and back in the 90s the the heroine chick was uh, like kate moss uh, style very skinny and like yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, so that uh, that was this image that was created externally and and was so much represented and um uh, that um that i took it in uh, and mm, yeah, and I um and I took it in in the wrong way, but that huge goal was bigger than that, and uh, and it helped a lot uh, to to move in the right direction again, and that's and then, I think the only way out.
1: And then you came back from from America for your from your foreign exchange student, and you told your parents that I'm going back, which helped keep all of this. Flowing and keeping the good habits going, and you—you yes. you were going back for the whole year then, because this was a short-term so, right? six months. Now the was the, it the the uh, the first time I was at
2: uh, uh, thirteen uh, when I went to America for a, a real exchange, ah, and the okay, second time. Okay, okay. Time
1: period. The, so this one was the year when. You went back for the year exactly. so that was a long-term sustain repetition 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 in order for you exactly. to maintain that huge goal
2: yes yes and, and succeed
1: uh, and so that recreated new habits new better habits exactly. for you
2: and i have to say that um the time period in uh, in america uh, was um, um was great uh, traveling uh, broadens your horizon anyway uh, but seeing um, and experiencing different uh, food um, from all sorts of uh, other countries, you know, that um, I hadn't tried before, that uh, made it uh, also quite inviting to, uh, to try out new things, of course. And not
1: there's, say... there's food from every country that you can imagine exactly. there.
2: And then those uh, I really I, I remember my um, my host family and I we uh, went every Sunday we went to the farmers market so farmers market was a big thing and every time I go back to the states uh, my friend uh, Bridget she always uh, makes sure that we go to to the to the farmers market back and uh, and enjoy all that
1: lovely all the food, fresh all, fresh all the fresh farm food yeah Amazing. So the whole thing created just better, better, ha- repetitions. So yeah. it doesn't, go. let's go back to Simon. Could, could I have you shut the microphone off for a second, Jillian? Could I yeah. have echoing when they're on? Um, when you were making your switch, Simon, you had a different motivation. You were wanting to do it for health and for the social community, the world, you know, betterment of you ripples into the effects of betterment of the whole. And we started to talk about, I mean, these things don't happen overnight. You don't get to where you are today, six years later, of this repetitious habit that you don't even think about those things today. You you know what to do. You probably got some fabulous recipes. And I'll tell you what, the, the vegan recipes that are out there today are just over the top out of this world. They're they're gourmet. You know, we have the, the um, vegan cooking workshops that they do here, and they're this fabulous gourmet cooking. I think they do that over in Tenerife as well, don't they? And uh, just amazing. So for you, Simon, it was it was step by step by step you just have to start you have to decide you have to make it a goal that's a, a driving goal yeah and it has to be big enough there has to be enough reason and passion behind it so what were just very quickly i i realized we're coming to the end of our 30 minutes very quickly what do you remember some of the things that you did those first steps
0: can you remember to, to some of the first steps you did? Um, I, I started checking out um, different blogs and recipes online um, and I started going to well and in, in the supermarkets I just started searching out where you could get alternatives like different different types of milk like soya milk and oat milk and all that kind of thing And then it in a way it's actually it was easier in some respects at restaurants because you would only have maybe one or two choices so you didn't have to
1: six years ago for sure yeah
0: you didn't have to study the whole rep um the whole menu you could just (laughs) say, i'll pick that because that's the only thing i can eat (laughs) but just on a broader um broader issue in a sense in terms of like not not just the veganism, but like other things I've found very recently, well, in the last couple of weeks, I've got back into the habit of uh, when I wake up, I write down, first of all, I write down three things that I'm grateful for. Then I write down three uh, short-term goals, like what daily goals for the day. And then I write down three kind of longer-term goals. And it's through having those goals, like, in, the goals for the day that sets you up for the day and gives you something to focus on and then at the end of the day if you've achieved even if you've achieved um one of them or one or two of them you still like you feel like you've actually achieved something in that day and
1: I'm do not, you beat yourself up if you don't
0: no i don't get annoyed at myself but um i think oh i'll try, I'll try and i might set so i try and get it done yeah, but the longer term goal I mean to on for the next five years or something, in it when you cement it in your mind, like, say, for example, I want to move abroad again with my girlfriends, hopefully yeah. to somewhere in South America, potentially, maybe Costa Rica, it gives me that um drive to work hard and um, save more money, not waste money on silly things, learn Spanish again properly, or try to learn Spanish or improve my Spanish, let's say. So that's, that's the kind of thing I'd, I'd rec- definitely recommend to people, if you're feeling a bit lost or you feel like um, every day kind of drips by without doing anything positive or not achieving anything, then try and write down some goals at the beginning of the day, for both the day and for long term.
1: Juliana and I do the same thing, very similar. We've, we have journals that we, we use and do very similar. Um, Maybe if we make a, a sheet, just a one-page sheet, and we put it into, into this week's episode, like I did yeah. last week, we gave them, gave everyone a, um, a handout, sort of. Um, I'll put it. We can make a sheet for them of this is what will set up your day. Good. Yep. Excellent. How to set your goals, whatever they are, and I think. I love it. I love it. Thank you for, for bringing that out. Because we just do these things. We, we don't even stop to think about them. We just do them. It's just a part of this part of our habits every single day to set up our day properly. To set up for us if possible. Whatever the goal is, it, it, it's individual. You know, my goals are different than Julianne's goals and they're different than your goals. And I really want to hear more about this huge goal you have coming up. That you've been setting. I want to hear about this place you're talking about going.
0: Oh, Costa Rica. Just um, it, I'm not sure. I think it was about maybe a couple of a year ago or so. I just started thinking more and more about Costa Rica because I've seen, I've read so much about how they're very different from a lot of countries. They really uh, focus on sustainability and protecting the environment and. They don't have a military, which I think is great. They they're much more into peace and this idea of um, pure vida. I think that the term is so pure life.
1: It's in um, kind of your yeah and beliefs. Yeah,
0: and yeah, really, it does connect with a, a lot of things I I hold dear in my life. Like,
1: I think I'm going to write that down on our list of topics. We've got about twenty now. <laughs> I'm going to add that to the list. Of topics that we talk in depth about this place that you're talking about. It's phenomenal. It is really amazing uh, what they're offering. They're offering people to come there and, and stay and work through all the COVID-19 COVID, COVID uh, 19 right now. Um, a place They give people a place to work. Is that their working distance working?
0: Well, they're, yeah they're in current, a lot of places now like um, Bermuda Barbados um, and I think Costa Rica they're, in, they're they're trying to set themselves up for distance working remote workers and I, I really think this is a huge opportunity for the Canary Islands to do that as well rather than focusing on mass tourism try and
2: love for
1: you to share this Let's, I'm going to write that down
0: set that goal <laughs>
1: I think we're probably at about the end of our 30 minutes. Is there anything more you wanted to add, Julianne?
2: Oh, it's been great again, and I'm looking forward to the next one, um, there are so many topics to share, and uh, uh, my mind is working.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And what about you, Simon? Is there anything more you want to add before we say goodbye?
0: Well, I'm glad we got to go live this time. I'm using a new yeah. program called Restream, which um, Laurie recommended. And I'm streaming to LinkedIn, YouTube, our Facebook page, Twitter. Um, so next week when we, we stream at the same time, hopefully more of you guys can join us and leave Absolutely. any comments because we can see the comments while we're, we're streaming and we can answer any questions you have.
1: Absolutely, we can answer questions live and um, this will be recorded as well. And we'll put the recording into the 30 minute mastermind page for people, and we'll we'll be sharing it out there again. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I love our 30 minute mastermind, and we'll see you again next Friday at three uh, o'clock. London time, um, ten o'clock, Eastern time. So have a great week.